0: welcome to Two Oceans Vibe Radio. I'm Susanna Kennedy, and as always, I will be with you from now all the way through until 2pm today. One of my favorite slots on Two Oceans Vibe is every Wednesday, international psychic Norma Simon joins me on air, and we are joined by people live on Instagram as well as on Facebook, and we answer all of their questions. Um, if you've never tuned into the show before and you've never heard Norman, and I, in this section, know that she does a reading. I'm going to ask her actually to introduce how she does it so that we go over it for you guys. But she will tune into your energy and then she will be able to give you a vision And after that, you can ask her any questions you want. So if you want her to tune into your energy and you'd like a free psychic reading, all you need to do is say, pick me. And if you'd like to stay anonymous, you absolutely can. You just say, pick me private or private pick me. And we will absolutely respect the fact that you don't want your name said on Air. We've kind of um, almost perfected that, haven't we Norma? Okay. <laughs> so for now let me just welcome Norma onto um, Two Oceans. How are you doing today Norma? I'm very
1: good, how are you?
0: I am great, thank you. I actually had such a lovely start to my day. I've been so out of routine because um, I've been away for two weeks, I've had my sister's wedding, and then I also was Gabby Lowe, I'm sure I told yes. you about Gabby Lowe, we were producing her audiobook um, for Get Me to 21, so it was what a roller coaster of a time, because I was in studio crying my eyes out, like really feeling... Um, all of the emotions and memories that Gabby went through when writing that book um, during the day. And then in the afternoons, evenings, I would go into celebration mode (laughs) with my family. So it it, it was quite a thing, I must be honest, but incredible as well. Really, really great. How have your two weeks been?
1: Very interesting, challenging on many levels. I've become very aware in the last two weeks for the need to have trust, faith, and hope. Okay. So that I keep that in mind, that has been with me for the last two weeks, recognizing that I am not in control of my external environment, mm. and that when things do happen, I need to choose what it is I can take on, what is mine, mm. and what doesn't belong to me.
0: Sure that 's such a it 's such a challenge, I think, Norma. I think so many of us go through that on a daily basis. What is ours that we need to be responsible for that we need to really look after, and what isn 't ours? I know I definitely have that challenge, and then also just reminding ourselves to have faith and trust in whatever is happening because it is leading us to our highest purpose continuously. How do you um for listeners while they are tuning in, I see that um there are already some of you on Instagram. Hello, everybody, and welcome. I obviously can't see who's tuned in on Two Oceans Vibe, but thank you and welcome to you guys as well. And remember, we are also live streaming on Facebook. If you would like Norma to do a reading, you need to just say, pick me, and you will be first. Um, but Norma, let's chat about that a, a little bit. What are some of the things that people can do when they are feeling in that um, emotional state to remind themselves where to be and how to cope with it and move through it with a bit more ease?
1: What's important there is to first breathe, Mm -hmm. to not get caught up in the drama or the panic or the emotion that is coming up in the moment. So it's to take a step back, to breathe slowly and deeply, and then I always place my left hand on my heart and I ask myself, what am I feeling? Mm. Tuning into that feeling and then recognizing it, is it a familiar feeling or is it an old feeling? Yeah. Is it familiar? Is it old? Or is it there in the present moment, something mm. completely new? So I can then differentiate between the past and the present.
0: Yes. Yes. And you can also then see whether you are actually reacting to something, reenacting a past wound, or whether it is something new to respond to.
1: Absolutely. And what I found in the last two weeks with my clients, suddenly at the end of a day, I would go into feeling. So low and mm. so depressed, and that's not my nature. Yeah, and I could feel these emotions coming up in me, and I had to go into myself and ask myself the question what is actually going on? What has it triggered in me? Mm. And there were old wounds there that I needed to revisit. And even though I've been there so many times, the gift that my clients give to me is for me to go back into myself, mm. not to get stuck with the old wounds, but to allow whatever pain is still there yeah. to be released and then to move forward. So the, the key is not to get stuck in the past, to do the work. And mm. so many of my clients say, But I've done
0: the work, Mm. but
1: the work never ends. It's a continuous journey.
0: It's, you know, in so many philosophers, in so many psychologists, in so many books that I've read, great teachers, life coaches, um, you know, they they talk about the wound and how the wound will come up again and again and again. And um, a lot of people I know, I also went through that of going, oh, my goodness, like, when is it going to end? When am I going to not be faced with this specific issue coming into my life, this specific wound coming into my life. But the reality is that you've got to think of it like an onion layer. And every time you do the work, you're peeling away a layer. And sometimes, guys, just remember this, sometimes when that wound does pop up, it is to show you how far you have come and And that also happens. So a situation will present itself, and you will respond completely differently to that situation if you have healed a whole nother level because it will be a different, Um, level of you, a different evolution of that wound being healed. And so sometimes it's not the universe being mean by sending you that same situation or a similar situation. It's actually the universe giving you the gift of making you realize how far you have come. But they do say that it comes again and again and again your whole life. And it's just how you respond how you react that will be different every time. Did you find that this time when going through it?
1: Absolutely. So I could reconnect with the wound. I let it go. And then my energy changed immediately Mm. thereafter. And it was that realization that the trigger didn't take me down where I stayed there, but it allowed me to re-look at the situation and recognize exactly how far I'd come. Mm,
0: Wonderful, so, so wonderful. For those of you that have just tuned in, I can see there's a lot more tuning in now on Instagram. Welcome to the show. I'm Susanna Kennedy, and I'm here with international psychic Norma Simon. For new viewers, because I can see there are a few new viewers here on Instagram already, Norma, do you want to explain how this process works so that they understand what um, what they can participate in if they would like to?
1: What's important, firstly, to recognize is that you can call me clairvoyant, clairaudient, intuitive, psychic, spiritual counselor, Whatever is comfortable for everyone out there, don't focus on who I am or what I represent, but more understand that I was born with this gift. It didn't, I didn't ask for it. I was born with it and it comes with its own challenges. It's taught me so much Mm. and made me, have to take responsibility in a very profound way what I do is tune into your energy I get a download of a vision and a message I do not recollect what it is that I say I give that to you and then you may ask whatever questions you want to one by one thereafter
0: and um, I have mentioned this on the show before but It's actually great if you go for a session with Norma she just speaks and she records everything because she doesn't remember what's um, being said through her because it's literally being said through her. I can see my amazing sister has just tuned in online. I haven't seen her online in a while, so welcome, gorgeous girl. Um, so if anybody would like a reading, you can say, and my mom, wowzers, family's tuning in today, um, if you'd like a reading um, with Norma and if you'd like to ask about past life loved ones as well. Um, You are welcome to do so. All you need to do is say, pick me. I also highly recommend that you type out your questions. um, And after Norma does the download, because she will give you a vision. And it's always um, visual representations of what is going on in your life. And then you can have a moment to actually digest that. And once that has been digested, then you can ask your questions that you had as well as any questions pertaining to the vision that Norma had. Um, as always, it's always the first one to go. Is always <laughs> the shyest one, and then once we get the ball rolling, then we have people going. Oh, I didn't get to um, ask my question. So I do encourage you guys to be bold and be brave and say yes, pick me, and um, we'll start with you, and then other people will join. I see. I need to. I see your name saying pick me. Can you please write your name out in the comments, um, because. I assume that this is um, your Instagram name and I'm not deciphering it very well. So if you can please write your name out, I do see you. It's Le- Trisha, I think, um, Nika. I'm not sure if I'm getting it right though. So if you can just write your name out, I will let Norma tune into your energy first. Um, and then I will continue. I'm going to write your name so that... Norma can see the spelling. Latrishana, I think. Nika. Um, let me know if I'm saying that correctly or not. Latrishana, Nika. We're going to start with you and then um, we'll move on to somebody else.
1: As I focus on your energy, I'm seeing a vision of a huge bubble. And you are in this bubble and you are being moved by the elements you have no control of where it is that you are going and yet you are able to see but it feels like you cannot get out of this bubble and the sense I get around this vision is very much one of asking yourself What is trapping me? What is holding me back? I can see everything, but it feels like you have no control to step out of that bubble and Mm. do what you need to do. And yet, clearly it's see-through, so it's visible, but there is this barrier and you need to ask yourself, am I causing the barrier or is it being done to me?
0: Ah, that's an interesting question. Am I causing the barrier or is it being done to me? Um, Latricia, um, I'm going to give you a few minutes to, to really just digest that and also to put any questions together that you may have um, for Norma. And in the meantime, we're going to... It's interesting that that came up, though, Norma, because this morning I was speaking to a friend of mine who's also in the public eye, and she was saying that um, the other day she got a mean comment, and usually she can cope with them, but for some reason on that day, she just, like, curled up into a ball, um, Netflixed and drank some wine, (laughs) you know, and just was not coping with it in the normal way that she would. And I was saying, I think that often I put a bubble of protection around myself that keeps me small because I'm scared of being too big because of attracting that kind of thing. And the reality is that the more people that know you, the more times there are opportunities for people to say negative things about you, you know, and and there is something about that that does scare me. And often it actually is, though, for everyone out there, your closest people to you that are your greatest critics. So um, don't be afraid of that. It's something I'm really working on at the moment. Don't be afraid of that. Um, Latricia says, I think she what she is saying is 100% correct. I think it's a combination of both aspects as well. Um, I'm so glad that resonated with you. Do you have any questions about that? Perhaps um, Norma, if you could give her some insight on how to move through that or how to find that clarity.
1: What I sense here around that vision and you moving forward is to recognize that there's a part of you that needs validation. It's almost as though you don't have enough belief in yourself to take those necessary steps, to have faith, mm. to go out there and do what you need to do,
0: regardless of the outcome. Mm. Sure, that's it's so common, Latricia. I, I'm in the same boat as you Um, you know and I'm sure so many other people are as well we're going to tune in now Norma to Barbara Kennedy um, and then we'll come back to you Latricia so you can ask any other questions that you have surrounding that or any other questions that you just may have for Norma about anything else that you are um, wanting clarity on in your life
1: As I focus on your energy, Barbara, I get a vision of you walking up a very steep incline and you keep on touching your back and you keep on saying, why does it feel like I'm carrying a weight on my back as I walk up this incline? And you actually put your hand there and keep asking yourself, what is this weight. And the sense I get around this analogy is very much one of you judging yourself and feeling Mm. like you're not enough, you're not doing enough, and constantly taking responsibility for situations that don't belong to you. Mm. What I'm feeling here, it's almost a sense of you needing to put out there into the universe that you're a certain persona because that is what everyone expects Mm. from you. And yet internally, it's as though you take on other people's pain and you don't even realize it. And it's time for you to let go of this sense of having to be responsible for Mm. everyone in this world.
0: Well, I know that definitely resonates with me. Um, Barbara, any questions, any thoughts, any feelings surrounding that, you're welcome to type them in. And any other questions you may have as well, you're welcome to type them in. Um, Latricia, we're waiting for you Um If you've got any other questions, if you've got any other concerns, if you'd like any more insight, please do feel free to ask about that now. Um, Also, if anybody else wants to go, we usually fit at least six people in the slot. Um, And so we're only on our second one at the moment. So please do say pick me. And as soon as I get another gap between the two that we're already on, I will look at you and I will um, let Norma tune into your energy. Latricia is back. She says, that's also very correct. It's difficult for me to take the next step forward. Um, Latricia, I completely understand that. What would it take for you to feel comfortable taking the next step forward, I think is probably a good question to ask. Um, and Barbara is saying 100% correct um, as well. So we've got two ladies saying absolutely correct. Ladies, you're welcome to ask questions on how to deal with um, your challenges and how to find clarity, so that you can move through these challenges and come out on the other side, as well as any other questions you may may ask. Um, so, Norma, I think though Latricia is saying it's difficult for her to take the next step forward. Um, could I try to do what? Could I try to do to overcome it? Is her question?
1: So, Latricia. What I sense here around your energy is you stopping yourself from taking the step forward because of the fear of judgment or failure. So what is important here is for you to write out on paper exactly how you would like to step out of your comfort zone, remembering that as you take that step, There's a part of you that goes into the unknown. And when we go into the unknown, we become fearful. So it's to be aware of that, write it out, and promise yourself that you will take the first step into the unknown. And once you do that and you've written it out, you then visualize yourself taking that step. You don't visualize the outcome yet. You first visualize yourself taking the step. And then what you do is you feel in your whole being how it would feel to succeed, to actually feel the feeling of accomplishment, of joy, of gratitude, of having taken having taken that step, but feel the elation mm. of doing it. And you practice that daily, you will accomplish your goal. But it's a process and it's step by step.
0: Absolutely. I mean, those are all such great recommendations from Norma. Um, I, I also see that you're saying, yes, fear is holding me back. There's a brilliant um, book by Abraham Hicks. Who and in the book, so many of them, they they speak about reach for a better feeling thought. All of us feel fear, Latricia. All of us experience fear on a daily basis. It's about not allowing that fear to overcome you and control you. And um, and that technique for me is specifically good. If you can just stop and think, like when you when you start feeling that fear, just stop, think, identify. Okay, this is the fear I'm feeling why am I feeling it? It's because I'm thinking of something that might not even happen. That's the reality of it. You don't know what's going to happen. You can't determine what is going to happen. So stop yourself. Think about it. Okay, that could happen, but what else could happen? What could happen that might be better than that? And think about that thought. Oh, if that could happen, what else could happen that might even be better than that? And you keep reaching for a better feeling thought constantly. And that will shift your energy into a better space to be able to deal with whatever it is that you're dealing with. I hope that makes sense to you. If you want me to explain it in a different way, please do let me know. Um but all of those techniques that Norma spoke about, all of the greatest teachers, they use these type of techniques to move through through things. So they really are fantastic, profound techniques. So I hope you're taking notes. If you're not, you can watch the replay on my Instagram live and there will be a podcast available on Two Oceans Vibe. And you can jump onto Facebook. There will be a recording of in studio and you'll be able to watch that there. Um, Norma, if I can ask you, No, I'm not. I'm going to let you tune into into Barbara, and then I will do it. Um, Babita says, my family is so precious. How do I not work for them? How do I let go so that I can walk up this hill for myself, but still with them? Such a good question. I think that's such a common question for moms as well that care.
1: Absolutely. As I focus on your energy the sense I get is since you've had your children and your family are your nucleus, you have lost yourself in the process. So what's important here is for you to actually ask yourself the question, who am I now? And as soon as you can identify something that you can hold on to that brings joy to your life that you know you can focus on, you, you promise yourself the night before, w- before you go to sleep that you're going to do something for you the next day that will bring joy to your own heart. And then you begin to stop focusing on them and their needs And focus on your own to fill your own bucket that they don't take up all the space in your head and don't get you to that point where you actually make yourself sick worrying
0: about them. So the thing that I maybe want to say to all moms is that a happy mom makes a happy home and makes happy kids. Um, and I'm saying this as a general, um, a general note to to all moms because the reality is that I think once I, I'm not a mom, um, so I can't say this with absolute certainty. But my sense is that, and I and I and I have a very deep sense of this, that once this little soul comes out of you, there's that saying, um, having a child is like having your heart walk outside of you for the rest of your life. And, um, and if you are a mom, like Barbara is a mom, like my mom is a mom, um, she's much like um, Rose Kennedy. Her purpose in life is to raise strong, children, strong leaders. And I think that she's done an exceptional job in that. Um, But you can get lost in this job of being a mom. And I, I know that her heart, like so many other hearts, the intention there is to look after and to look after and to look after and you forget to look after yourself. But at the end of the day... What your kids, what your husband, what your family really wants is to see you happy and thriving and to follow your own path. And if they really love you, which I believe that children and families really do, they will be in support of whatever it is you need to do to find that path, even if it seems crazy initially. So dive into whatever it is you need to do and look after yourself fully. And you will very likely be surprised at how much support you have for doing that. Um, That's just something I wanted to add there. Um, She's saying, thank you both so much. It's not easy, but every encouragement to try is helpful. Is there something that is still blocking her? That is standing in something she's not seeing, something she's not... Because I think that maybe there is...
1: The sense I get around your energy is very much one of fear, of be, I I get the vision of a hurdle, and you come up against the hurdle, and immediately the self says, no, I'd rather not, and takes mm. a step back, because of, well, what if I fail, and yet you haven't even tried to get out of that space of judgment, of failure. I do feel here that there's the old language and the old voice in your head that says, unless you can do something perfectly and achieve it and know it 100%, don't try. And this is an old Voice in the head, mm. and it's uh, my sense is it's from when you were a small child that unless you can put all your energy into something, rather don't do it.
0: Hmm. That's very interesting. and I think that that comes um from from a recovering perfectionist. All of us, you know, um, not all of us, but the majority of us have a recovering perfectionist within us, um that if you're not going to be perfect, just don't do it. Um, But the reality is that the most successful, most healthy, joyful, brilliant people in life have failed numerous, numerous times. And all failure is, is learning, is just, you know, steps of learning and just redirection. If something doesn't work, you go on to the next thing. So try and remove that sense of fear of failure, and just say, I'm going to be the student, and I'm going to learn, Um, that's probably a a better mind shift to get into, Um, and laugh at yourself, you know, like, I I fell, Norma, I fell in front of all of my sister's guests, okay, (laughs) my sister very beautifully asked me to lead the bridesmaids in, to the church Um, and I had Callie, her pug, who is a very strong, um, slightly heavy um, pug on a leash (laughs) and I had had a bouquet and I was in heels and it had been raining and the steps were wet and when when they opened the doors, Callie saw Sabrina's fiancee standing at the altar and got excited and bolted and I went flying in front of all the guests and landed on my But guys, um, (laughs) and afterwards, all and I just laughed, pulled myself together, and carried on walking down, you know, and carried on with the ceremony. Um, And everyone afterwards came. Oh my goodness, I would have, I would have cried. I would have just burst into tears if that had happened. But the reality is, like, what would that have helped? That would have caused a scene. There would have, you know, it would have slowed everything down. No, you dust yourself off. You go. Oh my goodness. Never going to forget this moment. Do not walk in heels with a pug, trying to drag a pug down wet stairs. It's not a good idea, you know, and move on. That's it. Um, So have the ability to laugh at yourself. It's incredibly important and be gentle with yourself and just know, like I was trying my best <laughs> to walk down there and look beautiful for my sister and I fell. But then I managed afterwards. So, you know, it's okay. So take life not so seriously. I think that's it's a, it's a really important thing um, to keep in mind. And I need to remind myself of that as well. So trust me, I'm not perfect, guys. I need to remind myself of that as well. Um, Babita says wow thank you for that it's absolutely from my childhood she recognizes that Um, it's very old habits and hard to break Um, just keep chipping and being gentle with yourself and know that you will it's an onion and it will break Um, we've also got Letitia coming, um, Latricia saying, thank you for the reading and all the advice. I will try your techniques and move forward. Um, makes, makes so much sense when you explain it in that way. God bless you both. Thank you so much. And absolutely a pleasure to both of the ladies on Instagram. You absolutely can ask more questions, um, If you would like to know anything about your family's um, career, love, a past um, loved one, I do have um, Cheryl Bilson on Facebook. Who is asking for you to tune into her energy in the meantime. And um, we do have another 10 minutes. So um, I can take one or two more people. So if you would like Norma to tune into your energy, just say pick me. If you would like it to be private, just say private pick me and I won't say your name on air. Um, Norma will tune into your energy, give you a vision and then you will be able to ask her any questions you want pertaining to that vision or anything else else that you are wanting to find out. Um, But for now, Norma, I'm going to pass it over to you and Cheryl Bilson. We're going to tune into her energy. As I
1: focus on your energy, you're being presented with a wooden box and you keep on saying, this doesn't belong to me. You've got the wrong person. I'm not even opening it. And you're told again but this is specifically for you Mm. and you become quite annoyed at the idea that you have to open this box and when you open it you're given this vision of tools in this box and then you're really frustrated and you're saying but why do I have to fix everything and the answer here the analogy around this is you have always taken on that role of having to fix everything for everyone but the most important person that doesn't get fixed or doesn't feel like there's that support that that someone is supporting you is you mm. and it's come a time now the time is now for you to prioritize your needs in all of this and recognize the boxes being given to you for you to fix yourself as mm. well it's not anymore about you fixing everyone because you have the tools yes mm. you do have the tools but you need to prioritize yourself
0: mm. So Cheryl, I'm going to give you a minute to digest that um, and to let me know if you have any questions around that. I hope that you are still online. I see you on Facebook, um, but I hope that you're still watching. Um, I'm going to come back to Instagram. Um, Barbara has come back. If I can, I would like to have a session with Norma to ask about my parents they play the biggest role in setting these patterns in me um, and I think maybe you absolutely can if anybody does want to have a session with Norma, Norma can you just read out your, your phone number um, and then I can also type it up here um, so that people can contact you 072
1: 298 7 6 and my email is zone in z o n e i n the numeral one at yahoo.com and i am on facebook and all my meditations are on my website simon.com. They're freely available on my website and anyone can use them.
0: Amazing. So for those of you that missed the phone number, it's probably one of the easiest ways of getting hold of Norma. She's really great at getting back to you um, very soon afterwards. Um, her number is 72 298 Right. That's right. Oh, seven two two nine eight double five seven six. I have typed it into the comments on my Instagram live, so the number will be there. Um, what I'll do is, I, I did write a post this morning. I'll edit that and stick your phone number in there. That's probably a good way of doing it as well. Um, you know, Norma, while we wait for Cheryl and um, and if anybody else does want to say, pick me, I'm going to take one more person and then that will need to be the last person for today. But while we wait for that, um, patterns from our parents um, and from our parents' parents and from our parents' parents' parents, these wounds get passed down to us um, consistently throughout um, generations and generations and generations. And I often I often think it's so... Um, Incredible how we hold on to things that are not ours that have been given to us from past generations of family members. Um, and I'm trying to find this post that I, that I posted the other day. I thought I'd done it as a post, but I obviously did it as a story. But it basically had a whole lot of old, old women and men hugging a young woman and thanking her for breaking the pattern Um, In the family line Because at the end of the day That is actually what we do When we do the work on ourselves Is we're not only freeing ourselves We're freeing our family line From whatever it is That wound that we are carrying And then we are prohibiting that wound From being transferred Into the next of our family line Um, How do we what is some because i'm sure a lot of people don't know where to begin you know when it comes to this type of work uh, do you have any suggestions any recommendations
1: absolutely i see it over and over again and i've been very aware of that within my own family line and the first step is to recognize the familial pattern mm. so I know for myself there was a part of me that never felt that I was able to be who I really wanted to be and was lacking in confidence and following my heart and my own truth because of fear of judgment. So knowing that and doing the work that I do was a huge step for me to learn to trust, have faith and hope and do the work on me to overcome the fear of being judged. And it's been with me my whole childhood in every single aspect of my life. So I constantly work with that. So it's to put in the energy to look at one's childhood and say, what are the thoughts that I constantly think or that are going through my mind that are playing out that I have not even been aware of? So what is it? What are the judgments? Because so often the judgments don't come from oneself, but Mm -hmm. it's the voices from the past, from one's childhood, from another generation that is there that we are not even aware of so it's so vitally important to be cognizant of the thoughts going through one's mind in the Mm. present moment and identify how often i you and everyone out there thinks thoughts that relate to the past but are not real or that are real that have been put there through generational voice through actions through deeds
0: Mm, you know it's 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 so true because so many of us grow up with um preconceived ideas of how something is how the world works how we are who we're supposed to be who we're not supposed to be what we're supposed to do what we're not supposed to do and the reality is that that's all handed down to us. It's almost like downloaded into our subconscious, you know, as you little and you are sponges. I mean, in those f- specifically the first couple of years of your lives, we are all sponges and we're just literally absorbing everything around us. And as we absorb that, that creates the framework for how we are going into life. And, and, and so it is, it's identifying that language, identifying that thought that does not serve you. Absolutely.
1: And I see it so often. I see it
0: in myself. I
1: see how profound the effect can be because I'll take an example. When I was growing up, my family believed that one should have a certain qualification to be out there in the world. And what I wanted to do was not seen as a qualification but as a an energy around creativity but mm. how can you earn a living from that so that is a perfect example or to be in a an environment that is different to others and to take ownership of that and follow that and not follow the familial expectation Mm. of well your father was a doctor your grandfather was a doctor and his father was a doctor so that is the the route to take and that happens so often we don't even realize we're doing it to our children Mm. or our grandchildren we we push it onto them without them knowing and it's to be aware of the language that is used the expectation (sighs) How do we define what is acceptable in this mm. world? Who gives anyone permission to tell us as individuals? But how can you even think of being that? Mm. You should be this. Yeah.
0: No, I, I, I agree with you so much. I actually spent a lot of time this morning writing while I was walking. I saw a video, which I'll share with you guys later, Um and it made me really cross actually about how society makes us um, brings us up completely feeling inadequate, like we cannot be everything that we that society wants of us, and the reality is it 's impossible to do that, but the other side of that as well is that um there is this and I know that um barbita, this is for you as well there's a guilt in in receiving success, in receiving, um, like accolade in, in standing in that light and being allowed to be successful and happy and have it all, you know, um, there, there's like a guilt attached to it. And I, I know where yours comes from. Um, but so many people, you know, um, it, my gran was, a phenomenal woman in so many ways and I was extremely close to my gran but her my grandfather was a very naughty um man and he had affairs he was ridiculously good looking like Clark Gable and um I don't know what happened in their marriage and I don't judge him For the choices he made, because there must have been reasons for having made those choices, but I know that my grand died with her wedding ring on her finger, even though he left her um, gosh a good forty five years before that, you know and um, and I think Mom, I apologize, I know i 'm sharing a lot here, but um, I think that the guilt. My mom felt for um, having this wonderful, successful family, this beautiful family that she created. She's married to an amazing man who is my dad and um, has four children that love her and uh, surround her all the time. Um, And my grand didn't. My grand had my mom. She was the meanest to my mom of all of the kids. She was the cruelest and meanest to my mom. It used to gut-wrench me. Um, but my mom stuck by her every step of the way. And her boys um, were the ones who kind of just, you know, lived their own lives and took advantage of my gran in many ways, some of them, um, not all of them. Um, and I think there was a sense of, um, what is the right word, when you are it, it it's it's almost like a jealousy but jealousy is not the right word but there's like a disdain like why did your life work out you know that i it, think that it sounds
1: that very much that your gran no matter how she presented herself to the outside world she still had her ring on Internally, she was very bitter.
0: She was... And
1: she projected that onto your mom, not mm. her boys, onto your mom. She was the female. And your mom became the scapegoat. Yeah. With uh, unknowingly.
0: Yeah. I I think so, 100%. And I I think that she... um, It came so out of pain, you know. And I don't think it came out of an intention or anything like that.
1: It was her absolute trauma that she went through. And... Mm not being able to release it in in those days in a, mm. in a way that could serve her.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, my gran went um, senile in the end and she got Alzheimer's and there were gifts within that. They were also terrible challenges, but there were gifts within that. And I remember her saying to me, not once, um, but a few times, and I just always wish my mom would have heard it once, but she didn't. She always said it to me. She said, I don't know what I would do without your mom. Um, she is the most important person in my life. And um, I would like, search for my phone because I wanted to record it so that my mom would hear. Yes. And she never actually said it to my mom. And so my mom only has what she felt you know, yes. to go by. And I do think that that's a big part of that carrying Absolutely. That that she's doing. Um, We are out of time. Um, So I thank you, Norma, so much for being here as always. It's just always such an honor and a pleasure having you in studio. Um, The ladies that did ask to be picked, thank you so much um, for for taking the steps to helping yourselves. Um, That is why we're doing this, is to best serve you. Um, And I'm so glad that the information um, that you received was accurate and resonated with you and you felt it was helpful Um, for everybody else that is listening and that has tuned in. Thank you so much for tuning in. Norma, thank you so much for um, being here. It's always just such a treat.
1: Thank you so much for having me and to all the listeners and those that took the plunge to actually ask questions. It's an absolute pleasure to be here and to be of service.
0: Wonderful. And for those of you who would like to have a free psychic reading with Norma, free energy healing through free intuitive um, reading, then you can tune in Every Wednesday from 12 to 1 p.m., Norman and I are on air on Two Oceans Vibe. We live stream through Instagram and through Facebook. And um, if you do want to ask any questions, just remember that you do need to jump onto Instagram or Facebook because um, those are the two platforms that I have in front of me that I can look at. Instagram is the easiest one, guys, um, but no pressure. You can go on Facebook if that's what's available to you. Um, it really is this... This hour is purely of service to you, to all of you listening. Um, Barbara is saying thank you both so much. Absolutely a pleasure. And I'm going to play out with Passenger, let her go, um, because we all have um, a part of ourselves, um, a part of our ancestry that does not serve us, that we do need to let go. And when we go through that process of letting go, it will free us in unimaginable ways to really step into the light of who we are meant to be. I did an exercise... two months ago, almost three months ago now, where I literally wrote a letter to myself, to the universe, to my higher self. And I said, this no longer serves me. I am no longer willing to carry it. And so I'm going to let it go. And I wrote it all out. And then I wrote um, all the things that I was willing to welcome into my life. And I cannot tell you how putting pen to paper and having that intention in your heart, in your mind, and your soul, how things just energetically shift around you. So I highly recommend trying it out, guys.